Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. It's the first weekend of summer, so the travel season is officially open. Nice to have you here listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. And to our listeners on our 170 radio stations, XM Radio, and those of you listening live and streaming at RudyMaxa.com, I wish you a summer of sunny, sunny memories. Sunny memories. I want to open by giving a shout-out to the New York Hilton, that iconic 48-story hotel right there on Times Square. It's the 50th anniversary of the Hilton. That's where the Beatles stayed in 1964, and they came to town to appear on the Ed Sullivan Show. And with that appearance, they kicked off the British invasion of, the, of America's music scene. I'm old enough to actually remember that. Seven years later, John Lennon wrote the lyrics to his song, Imagine, on Hotel Stationery while staying at the New York Hilton with Yoko Ono. And on his birthday in 1982, Stevie Wonder asked if he could play the piano at the hotel's Mirage Lounge, and he conducted a sing-along, walked in at like one in the afternoon, and took over the piano. As he did, the hotel staff hurriedly put together a spur-of-the-moment birthday celebration with champagne and cake so the hotel guests could properly toast him. Room rates were between $12 and $24 a night when that hotel opened in 1963, and the hotel had a new feature, very exciting. A light on each room phone could notify a guest if they had a message waiting. Oh, yeah. A piano the Rolling Stones played on two years later is still in the hotel's penthouse, so happy birthday to the New York Hilton on Times Square, 50 years old. Coming up this hour, we'll get a reaction to the week's news that a new documentary claims that 17 years ago, TWA Flight 800 didn't crash upon taking off from JFK Airport due to an electrical malfunction. It may have been downed by terrorists. Jack Cashel, author of a book called First Strike, TWA Flight 800 and the Attack on America, will join me to discuss this in just a couple of minutes. And on the topic of airlines and security, Mark Gerchik previews his new book on airline security post 9-11. It's titled In Full Upright and Locked Position. The U.N. this week threatened to label one of the world's most popular sites, Australia's Great Barrier Reef, as a threatened ecosystem. Richard Fitzpatrick, an acclaimed marine biologist and underwater cinematographer, produced a television series called Reef Life about the Great Barrier Reef. He just posted three-hour segments from that series on YouTube. You can see them for free. He joins me to react to that U.N. report. And what if the world was run by airline executives? Well, to start, if you bought half a sandwich at a fast food place, you'd pay twice as much than if you bought a whole one. At least that's the take, or the humorous take, by Scott McCartney of the Wall Street Journal. He'll be here toward the end of the hour, when I'll also have my deals of the week. But first, a quick look at some news and travel. Well, on Friday night, about 10 p.m. Eastern, Southwest Airlines' computer system went down, paralyzing its entire fleet and leading to the cancellation of at least 57 flights. The outage lasted one hour. Most of the flights that were delayed were on the West Coast. Some good news for Alec Baldwin and others who like to play words with friends on smartphones while on airplanes. The Federal Aviation Administration said Friday it's moving closer to allowing passengers to use some electronic devices during an entire flight. Current rules require that all consumer electronics be powered off when an aircraft is below 10,000 feet during takeoff and landing. Those are the two most dangerous times of a flight. Still won't be able to make calls with your cell phone or browse the Internet separate from the aircraft's Wi-Fi service, but you won't have to turn off your Kindle. A deadline for an industry labor advisory group reporting the issue has been extended to September but early indications are the rules may be loosened. 
Well, it was a stunning revelation. Six former investigators of a horrific plane crash 17 years ago went public this week to say there was a cover-up of the investigation of that crash. The official explanation for the crash of TWA 800 that killed 230 people was a faulty fuel tank. But these investigators are encouraging the National Transportation Safety Board to reopen the investigation, claiming this might have been an act of terrorism, not an accident. Journalist Jack Cashel published a book 10 years ago with the title First Strike, TWA's Flight 800, and the Attack on America. Uh, Jack, tell me your thoughts when you learned these six investigators didn't quite believe the official conclusions and decided to go public to say so. Well, I was entirely gratified because uh, after 17 years, I was afraid that TWA Flight 800 had become a dead issue. I was aware of them, and I had talked to several of them in the past, but I have to give uh, credit here to the producers of this documentary, Tom Stalkup and Christina Borgeson, for uh, getting these guys to come forward uh, on camera and to discuss in detail what happened to their attempts to tell the truth about what happened to TWA Flight 800. As a former investigative reporter, I second exactly what you're saying. It's very difficult to get people to go on the record, yeah. let alone on camera, and six of them. Right. I mean, that's quite extraordinary. How many investigators might be on a case like this? Uh, there, are, there are scores, maybe hundreds. The, okay. the challenge, though, is they, as, the, as the guys themselves said, is that they're, you know, the investigation is compartmentalized. In a sense, they were allowed to do their investigation. They were just not allowed to come to any conclusions or to make any analysis, and they said this was unprecedented. The other thing that virtually all of them said is that they watched as the evidence around them was corrupted, stolen, suppressed, hammered literally into fitting a configuration, moved from one place in the debris field to another. And the most stunning of all the acts of mischief was the uh, discrediting of all 270 eyewitnesses to a missile strike on the airplane. And that, Rudy, was done by the CIA. Oh, you ask yourself, what's the CIA doing involved in this? But what they did is they created an animation that showed uh, a scenario. In their scenario, the fuel tank blows up just spontaneously. It never happened before in the history of aviation, but it did that night. The nose of the plane falls off, and then the plane turns upright like a missile and shoots 3,500 feet higher into space. And what the CIA told America, and they showed this video once on national TV with the FBI, is that the eyewitnesses did not see a missile. They saw the noseless plane shooting upright, looking like a missile. Well, well Yeah, a lot of missiles have big wings, don't was, they? Right. Uh, this, was, this was so contrary to anything, and they, what the aviators knew, and people who studied you know, aerodynamics knew that they laughed at right off the screen. So it was only shown once. Ten years later, CNN produces a documentary, a very orthodox government sort of uh, supportive documentary, but they've gotten rid of the zoom climb altogether. Now the plane just falls out of the sky. And mm -hmm. I talked to the producer, uh, Jim Polk, who's been, you know, CNN's been giving us a lot of coverage. And I said, what happened to the zoom climb? <laughs> if you take that away, which they did, what did these uh, eyewitnesses see? Well, what they did is they, the, the consciously, the FBI and the CIA worked together to discredit the eyewitnesses. In some cases, and I've talked to several people for whom this is true, they fabricated, fully fabricated, second eyewitnesses interviews in which they recanted the first eyewitness interview. Let me just give Un you one example, Rudy. Witness number 73, Jack. one of the best of the eyewitnesses. She's Jack an aviation professional. She's on the beach. She's, she's watching the plane. She's at 800. She says, boy, it's leveling off a little lower than she would have anticipated. Then she sees this, what appears to be a missile, 
ascending, red flare, gray smoky trail, uh, approaches the plane, uh, goes over the plane, and she says, quote, makes an upside down Nike swoosh uh, and attacks the right wing of the plane. The nose falls off, the right wing falls off. She tells this to the FBI two days after the crash, a month before the FBI came to the same conclusion from the debris field. Uh, Jack, I have got to cut. I, this pains me to cut you off. I think we're going to be revisiting this. Will you come back? I, I'm going to ask you to come back on the show uh, uh, perhaps next week and talk a little more about this because I want to talk about your book as well. Jack K. Uh, Cashel's book 10 years ago, First Strike, TWA Flight 800 and the Attack on America. Don't go away. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Hey, new kid, you need to know something about me. I love Honeywell products. No matter what the job, they've got safety covered. Granger is where we get it, with names you know and trust. UVEC safety glasses, Howard Light hearing protection, North Respiratory, Miller Fall Systems. Love them. Honeywell, recommended for safety, trusted by me. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour. Uh, this portion of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Travel Guard. It's a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by going to TravelGuard.com. As I say around the Travel Guard offices, travel more and worry less. TravelGuard.com, coverage limited by the terms and conditions of the policy and may not be available in all states, but I bet it's available in your state. Speaking of aviation and security, turning from the 17-year-old story of TWA 800 to modern day. There's a new book out. It's called, it's got the clever title of In Full, Upright, and Locked Position, which is what your tray tables are supposed to be in as we take off and land. Uh, the book is written by Mark Kerchick, an, an author and an aviation consultant, and it really takes a look at um, 
security in uh, aviation security in post uh, post 9/11, and also really the general overall state of commercial aviation in the United States. Mark, nice to have you aboard. Pleasure to be here, Rudy. Thank you. Well, well, first, uh, I know we're reaching you. In, we're reaching you in Rome today. Is that correct? Yes, and it's a wonderful city. It is a wonderful city. Obviously, you flew there. So, what's your take on the state of status of commercial aviation uh, today in 2013? Well, you know, basically overall, it's less comfortable, less pleasant, less personal, and at least as safe as it ever was. And it's also. I would say still fairly a, a good bargain, uh, although fares are going up. They've gone up the last three years now, and um, we all know that more and more sophisticated fare-setting mechanisms that the airlines use are driving us a little bit crazy because they're they're making us pay just about the top dollar we're willing to pay, and that's before I even talk about uh, the uh, those nickel and diming fees that drive people crazy. You just did I hear you say? Did you say it was at least as safe, or did you say least safe? At least as safe, and uh, uh, it, it may be okay. getting safer. It's at a, a plateau probably of safety, but, you know, you'd have to fly, according to an MIT professor that uh, who did a study on this thing, you'd have to fly every single day for 63,000 years to be involved in a fatal accident on a US, major U.S. airline. Yeah, it was something like so one, in 20 million, one in 20 million flights or something, as I recall. Something like that, right. Right. So, well, so the good news is we've had several years now with no major, uh, avi- at least North American Airlines aviation uh, crashes. So it's 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 been an exceedingly safe record, even as airlines have uh, gone through some fairly wrenching financial times. Um, what are your concerns vis-a-vis security right now? Well, you know, the, the security question is is really this idea that we're sort of playing catch up. Uh, you know. Uh, and I'm not the first guy to talk about this, but there's a guy named Bruce Schneier, for example, who talks about it as security whack-a-mole. That you know <laughs> something happens and we and we you know somebody has a liquid on an aircraft that they're trying to make an explosive, and so we ban liquids. And somebody tries to light up their sneakers, and so we make you take your shoes off. And and it's always the next thing. So we're we're kind of playing catch-up. On the other hand, um, so far so good. I mean, there's been this is a this is a very very tough job, and it's not getting easier for the TSA. You know, more and more people are are putting are carrying on their bags, which means longer and longer lines. And the reason they're doing that is because the airlines are charging for bag fees, so nobody checks them. So it's a it's a complex system. Uh, it's getting more sophisticated. The screening we're doing is more sophisticated, but um, you know, it's never going to be perfect. What would you do if you were if you were dictator of the airline industry in North America? What would you do right now to make flying a better experience and uh, perhaps even a safer one? Well, you know, I, I think they're doing as much as they probably, probably can in terms of safety, and in that regard, I, I have to give credit to the to the FAA uh, where I used to work, and uh, they they really are pretty. Uh, uh, they 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 do a good job and they're very very concerned about it. So I, I'm I'm pretty confident in what where they're going. Um, but you know, what would you do? I think you have to understand the airlines are in it for the money. Uh, they are businesses. Um, they're you know they're looking for a buck and um, and finally they're making some money. Um, and they're saying that lets them invest in new airlines and, and new airplanes and so forth and so on. So I uh, I think probably you know what you want to do is 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 say look guys. Um, Let's not take every last buck that we can find. Let's make sure that the customer is satisfied. In the long run, that's probably the advantage of both the airlines and the passengers. So that means things like, do we really need to add that extra row in the back of that 737, which gives everybody just a little bit less leg room and makes everybody just a little less happy? So, <laughs> I mean, 
that may be too much to ask for, but that would be my thinking of that along the way. Let's 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 not leave, let's leave a little something on the table for the consumer. From your lips to God's ears, I'm talking with Mark Gerchik. He is an author and aviation consultant. His new book is called In Full, Upright, and Locked Position. If you fly, it's a book you ought to read. Uh, Mark, I know you're the former FAA chief counsel. You consult on aviation matters. If you had it to do all over again, would you go back to uh, you know the 1970s and deregulate airlines? And for our listeners who don't remember those years, I, as, as I do, um, in those days, before an airline could even raise a fare, let alone add a fee, they had to get permission from the FAA, and everybody else did it in lockstep, so there wasn't much comparison shopping. Uh, by the same token, everybody knew they were going to make a profit because the FAA let them raise fares so they'd keep making profits. Would you, would you advocate a return to deregulation? Well, no, I wouldn't, but you've, got, right. you've, you've described it very well. The, uh, I wouldn't because basically regulation, or deregulation of the airlines has really lowered fares over the long term. A great deal. I mean, in order to, airlines didn't used to be able to compete on fares at all. Basically, there would be, a, as you say, the government would say, okay, this is going to be a fair rate of return, and this is going to be what it costs to go from New York to Los Angeles. It's going to cost X dollars. Don't try to discount that fare. Don't try to undercut that fare for people who are willing to, you know, to, to stay over a Saturday night or are willing to buy three weeks in advance or are willing not to get a refund. Nobody, you all have to do the same thing. And basically, that costs a lot of dough. That, that really costs consumers a lot of money. So, in the long run, no, I don't think that's a good solution. On the other hand, there are a lot of people and a lot of people in Congress, in fact, who are thinking, gee, you know, we deregulated, but we also meant the government to still have a role in protecting consumers. Um, and, you know, in, in from, for example, if they get overbooked for, for paying refunds or for if they lose their bags, uh, things like that. And so there's a role for government in that. What What bothers me, and and tell me if how you how you feel about this, is sort of the one sidedness of a lot of the airline regulations. For example, if I miss my flight because my car breaks down on the way to the airport. I may have to pay a couple hundred dollars or even more to get another flight. Yet if the airline, if the airplane I'm about to get on has a mechanical problem, uh, I, don't have a, I don't have a lot of recourse, um, particularly if it's the last flight of the day and there are no more flights going to my destination. But they're not paying me anything. Uh, and and, and that, there, there are constant examples like that where we, we have to pay to change a ticket. But if they call me and say, hey, we're changing your flight, it's going to be an hour earlier, they don't give me anything. Yeah, I have to. I have to sympathize. No, that's true. And and in fact, um, you know, it's not a. It's not always a bilateral kind of relationship like that. I mean, we stand as as in a kind of a, an arm's length with the airlines in a way. There, this is not a situation where the way we used to think about it was that look, they're going to take care of us. And and you know, if we get up into that rickety old machine in in the 1920s and 1930s, they're going to they're going to take care of us and make it a pleasant adventure. And you know, it's not the way it is anymore. This is a very very straightforward arm's length industry and basically here's the deal here's the contract every time you buy a ticket you're essentially signing a contract with the yeah. airline saying look you know the uh, uh, we don't have to we're not ex expecting to get uh, to be treated in any different way than any ordinary consumer would so that is an issue yeah i um uh, and by the way that contract of carriage as it's called uh, good luck finding it on a website it is there somewhere <laughs> if you really search but then good luck reading it unless you're a lawyer who really likes reading agate type and a lot of stuff but but it <laughs> certainly about does 50 pages long <laughs> right and there's a lot of wherefores and there are you know it's it's quite an amazing thing all right so so you would take out a few rows now if you were king of the world and uh that's we only got a minute and a half left is are is there anything else you, you do would you change security at all 
Well, you know that that's an area which I, I wouldn't pretend to get involved. To be honest with you, security okay. is, is, is something. Yeah, but uh, but you know I would. Um, you know, I think that basically what we have to do is say, look, we're, we have to change our expectations a little bit as, as, as air passengers say. We expect to be taken to our destinations, you know, safely, um, more or less on time. I think the way the United Airlines CEO put it the other day said, they, you know, our, our job is to get you where you're going on time with your underwear. And that's the way they look <laughs> at it. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, and I guess the way we look at it, maybe we need to think about that and say, okay, that'll be good enough if you give us a decent fare, you know. We're going to suffer, and we know we're going to suffer, but, you know, it's a it's a reasonable trade-off. So I think that's kind of what's happening. I think we're changing, and I think the industry is changing now. It's not really changing that much anymore. Basically, we've hit a kind of a static point. We're at a point where things have – the airlines have found a business model that works for them, basically charge a base fare that's competitive, add on a lot of fees, and kind of cut back on as much service as, you know, sort of human contact service as they can. And uh, and I think uh, they're finding that they can get they can live with that. And the passenger, in many ways, is feeling well. You know, it's unpleasant, but we're willing to pay the dough. And and, and we, you know, it, there, there you works. there you have it in a nutshell. That's it. Mark Gertrich's book is called In Full Upright and Locked Position. Read it if you fly. Mark, thank you for joining me. Oh, it's my pleasure, Rudy. Have a nice time in Rome. Take care. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's world in a moment. We're going to go to Australia and talk about the Great Barrier Reef. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864 extension 1. That's 866-869-6864 extension 1 or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. This week, the United Nations made a big splash in the world's press when it announced that the Great Barrier Reef may be listed as a threatened ecosystem if the government doesn't follow up uh, uh, on a bunch of recommendations it has to protect that reef. I was astounded when I was doing uh, reading some stories on this to learn that the Great Barrier Reef is about the size of the United Kingdom. I've uh, only been there once, and I certainly found it awesome, but uh, I had no idea it was that enormous. One guy who knows a whole lot about it is my next guest, because he has spent, well, a long time, I'll ask him in a moment, uh, doing a series of 
television shows about it, which you can now see on YouTube, and we'll tell you how in a moment. His name is Richard uh, Fitzpatrick. Richard, uh, welcome to the show. Nice to have you aboard. Your timing is impeccable. Hey. Good day, Rudy. How are you going? Fine, thank you. We're, we reach you, I know, in Australia now. Um, is How long did you spend working on your series, Reef Life? Uh, the Reef Live event was a 12-hour live broadcast that we did through YouTube um, as a live streaming event for World Ocean Day just over a week ago. Um, but before that, I made the Discovery Channel series on the reef, and that involved literally almost a year spent underwater over the whole reef. Um, so, yeah, I've seen most of it. I grew up on the reef, so, yeah, I've spent thousands of hours underwater on it. So did this U.N. Uh, threaten, uh, threat to sort of in a year maybe de declare this is a problem, problem place, did that surprise you? Did it uh, cheer you? Did you go, it's about darn time? Um, yeah, the whole threat issues are sort of based mainly on the coastal region of Queensland where, you know, we have a lot of port development with exporting coal and all those kind of issues. And there, it's the inshore areas that's uh, raised main concern with the U.N., and also water quality issues coming out of some of the, the major ports that we have. Um, but, you know, the whole thing is that, as you mentioned earlier, the, you know, the reef is, you know, the size of the UK. So the Outer Barrier Reef is still in very good condition and, you know, one of the best reefs in the world. But it's the inshore areas that are, um, are generating concern in term of, terms of long-term management. Is tourism a problem for the for the closer in part of the reef, closer into the shore, or is it really ports and uh, um, not clean water that's being put into the ocean? Yeah, it's really the ports and the and the higher nutrient loads coming out of the river systems. Whereas the tourist activities take place on the outer Great Barrier Reef, where you have the nice clear water and all the all the fish and the corals. Uh, so the tourism's sort of not so much affected by this report at all. It's just really the inshore areas which. Uh, tourism avoid um, the inshore areas of the Barrier Reef are actually quite turbid. Um, you know the water isn't very clean, clean, and most of the inshore areas are like uh, seagrass beds and other forms of inshore reefs that uh, you know, the tourist operations generally don't look at at all. Uh, so it's just cleaning up the inshore act that is what we're hoping will happen. Um, you know, with the government here, there's a bit of a a push towards you know, keeping the economy going and unfortunately the environment takes a second place when that happens but the outer reef where the tourists are going is, is still in great condition and well managed. Uh, speaking of the economy, the, the Queensland government was quote, has been quoted as saying that it's in the coal business, not really in the reef business. What's the, been the reaction the last week in your home country and in Queensland in specific to this UN threat? Yeah, well, it's nice to have you know an outside body coming down on our local government saying, "Hey, look, you know, short-term economic gain may be one thing, but you know, having a long-term ecological um, resource like the Barrier Reef, um, I mean, the long-term eco uh, economic benefits of having the reef alive and well managed will definitely outstrip any short-term gains that we're going to have with the coal industry, um, particularly you know as it is a well-managed reef." And, and other reefs around the world are in decline that you know more and more people hopefully come here because you know the reef you can still go out there and see you know big fish and mega right, but what has been the government reaction to this study what's been the government and public reaction uh, to this study well we've got two governments here at the moment you've got the federal government which is sort of uh, abiding by it and the state government which is the opposition party uh, sort of playing around with it at the moment so mm. yeah unfortunately it's one of those things where you've got two opposing political parties playing with it um, but the state government uh, 
committed to the offshore reef stuff, but you know, on the inshore side of things, yeah, there's a lot of um, a lot of concern from people here um, that you know we are you know taking a risk with with the the inshore environment. Well, so, we we of course here in the United States would have no idea about that political push and pull. Um, you got 30 seconds. Sell me on going to YouTube and looking up your Reef Life series. You have a series of three hour. Uh, clips there that anybody can watch if they really G give me 30 seconds on that yeah what well, basically we had a team of divers underwater talking to people about the great barrier reef at the same time we had experts at james cook university um talking about reef issues so every hour is a different theme so if they hop on and watch the whole uh, 11 hours they'll learn nearly everything they ever need to know about the great barrier reef and that it is still a pretty amazing place and how do we search for it on YouTube? Is Reef Life sufficient to get to it? Just uh, search for Reef Live, and you will find it. Terrific, terrific. Well, I did watch it. It's quite, uh, uh, quite interesting how you shift between talking to folks underwater and then talking to experts in, uh, in their fields, sometimes in their offices. Richard Fitzpatrick is uh, uh, the man who brought you this series, Reef Life. You can find it on YouTube. It's free if you're a diver, if you're ecologically minded or want to learn more about the Great Barrier Reef. That's the place to go. Richard, thank you for staying up late for us in Australia. Thank you very much, Rudy. Take care. We'll come right back. Ask Scott McCartney from the Wall Street Journal. What if the airlines ran this world? How would our lives be different? They'd be very different. Don't go away. You're in Rudy Max's world, and I'm glad you are. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created The Total Transformation, the step-by-step -step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get The Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Okay, new kid. Here's your company phone. I've pre-programmed it with every number you need in life. The first one's my personal number. Never call it. Ever. The second one is 1-800-GRANGER. Use it for everything else. Any problem you have, they can help. I've also loaded the Granger app for you. You can download it for free. Tippity tap on the spot. Your solution is on its way. Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com or stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. 
Travelclinic.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Is 43 minutes after the hour. You know, one of the uh, one of the joys of doing the show, at least for the, uh, for the past three years, we've, we've sort of by default accumulated a uh, small stable of professional professionals uh, in the travel world and one of my favorites is scott mccartney he's uh, writes with the wall street journal he does uh oh right oh right exactly um he joins us today to talk about what the world would be like if airlines ran it welcome back to rudy max's world now what if we put airline executives in charge of the world or at least other businesses in the world what what could we expect that's the question that scott mccartney the middle uh uh, seat columnist for the Wall Street Journal asked in Thursday's Wall Street Journal if the world were run like airlines. Scott, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. I found it a very amusing piece. Well, good. Good to be with you, Rudy. And I think the first thing right off the bat is, what if they did run something like Subway or, you know, a sandwich shop? What if what if that was run by an airline? What might I expect as a consumer? It, you know, I, I think the, the most telling thing about the sandwich shop would be, uh, you know, some of us like to order half a sandwich when we go into a sandwich shop, and, and the airline way of pricing that would be uh, like a one-way fare. So the half sandwich might cost twice as much as the full sandwich. And just and, to check uh, that out, I looked at a Minneapolis-St. Paul D.C. flight today, and it was 600 and something dollars one way for something round trip, meaning it cost yeah, me more go. to fly one way. <laughs> so, so consider that half sandwich the more expensive than uh, than actually buying the the full sandwich and throwing half of it out. Um, or you might, uh, you know, instead of um, pricing the sandwich based on the cost to to make it, so you go to a sandwich shop and you know roast beef might be more expensive than tuna fish, say. Um, but if tuna fish is more popular and the sandwich shop happens to be in a place where you know, there's a bunch of investment bankers across the street who happen to love tuna fish. Um, then the tuna fish is going to be a whole lot more expensive in airline pricing <laughs> than, than the roast beef is. <laughs> and what if they ran a clothing store and you wanted to buy a pair of slacks? Well, I think it all depends on when you want to wear the slacks. So if I those see. slacks are for a hot date on Saturday night, then uh, they're going to be a whole lot more expensive than uh, wearing slacks on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, and, and you're also, uh, slacks are going to be cheaper in February than if you want to um, buy slacks in December at, uh, at the holiday shopping period. 
right before before Christmas. Um, of course, if you don't fly a lot, you, I mean, if you're new to the airline world, you 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 should understand that uh, uh, airline fares change day to day, minute by minute, and uh, that's the point of, of what Scott's saying. Now, if they, I I I, I, th I think you were very creative when you considered them uh, running a supermarket. Yeah, I was thinking about this, and you know, one of the things that's, that's uh, really got people going about airlines is is the the continual squeeze of the seats. So so rows are added to uh, airplanes, um, legroom gets tighter, uh, overhead bin space gets scarcer because there are more people in the same cab, and the, the airplane didn't grow, but the number of seats grew inside it. And so I thought, well, at a grocery store. You know, what if they push the aisles closer together? Well, you could you could have more aisles and get more people into the store. Um, except that those skinny skinny aisles, and maybe the you know only the people who get in first who actually can get in there with their carts, and and that would sort of be the airline equivalent of uh, having to check your bag because the overhead bins are full, um, and the, the the aisles get so so narrow that you got to turn sideways to, to get down them and. Um, you know, you could sort of uh, sort of play it out with uh, with all kinds of fees and, and everything else. I was going to say, wouldn't prices on just about every commodity in the store change? You know, minute by minute or day by day, at least. Yeah, absolutely. And and then the you know the grocery store might have some aisles with extra width that they could sell at a premium price as well. Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you check into a hotel, and speaking of fees. Yeah, speaking of fees, you check in a hotel and everything's a fee, right? So, <laughs> so, so the airline uh, airline attitude now is uh, what you buy when you buy a ticket is transportation from point A to point B and and nothing else. If you want to take a bag with you, that's a fee. If you, you know, in some airlines, if you want a soda with with that, that's a fee. Um, so the hotel equivalent, I think, you know, the hotel you rent rent for the night, you get four walls and a and a floor. But if you want a bed, that's a fifty dollar fee. If you want a shower, there's there's clearly a hot water fee. No, um, no question. And 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 one of my one of my favorite things, you know, you you uh, you get on the airplane and and there's an entertainment system, and the airplane says, well, you can use your own headphones or you can um, uh, pay us three dollars for you know for a set of our headphones. So I think in the hotel equivalent, um, there would be a TV in the hotel room, uh, but you'd have to bring your own remote control if you want to watch it, or you can rent the hotel remote control for $3. Of course, of course. Did you hear anything on Thursday when your uh, article ran from my airline executive saying, unfair, you're being mean to us, Scott? Uh, not at all. I, I actually got, got some emails from a few airline executives who thought it was really funny. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. Well, is Las Vegas-style gambling coming to New York State? If Governor Andrew Cuomo has his way, the answer is yes. This week, Cuomo struck a deal with the state legislature to permit the construction of four public non-Native American casinos in the Hudson Valley, the Binghamton area, and the Albany region. But don't start learning to... Don't worry about learning how to card count quite yet. Two successively 
elected legislatures must enact bills permitting these uh, this kind of casino gambling, which means the legislature is going to have to approve the measure again next season. Then voters are going to have to approve a constitutional amendment allowing it, so it'll be a while. And in Bermuda, that island nation is considering legalizing gambling. The tourism minister for this quiet island said it was no longer enough to expect visitors to come, as he put it, quote, simply because we have a beautiful beach of friendly people, unquote. It's enough for me. Legislators are debating whether to put the issue up for a popular vote before making a decision. So New York and uh, Bermuda and Paris is the uh, world's favorite destination for visitors, but no destination can rest on its laurels, apparently, especially if that city has a reputation for cranky locals. The Paris Chamber of Commerce and Regional Tourism Committee warned this week that competition from friendlier cities such as London means Paris has got to up its game. So 30,000 copies of Handbook on how to deliver friendly service are being distributed to taxi drivers, waiters, hotel managers, and salespeople in tourist areas in Paris, as well as in nearby Versailles and Fontainebleau. Now, speaking personally, I must say I've never uh, found Parisians to be especially unpleasant. I speak very little French, by the way, and what I do speak, I do so miserably. But I think encouraging the locals to smile and help out visitors never hurts anywhere in the world. Okay, let's do a couple of deals of the week here. Aha! The cash register's sound. By the way, I'm going to post, I'll post a couple of these on my Facebook page. If you, uh, we're, we're trying to get up to 3,000. I think we're almost up to 2,800 likes. That means 200 and some odd change to go. So if you listen to the show and, and like it and like what you hear, feel free to go over to Facebook and look for Rudy Max at Travel slash Leisure. Uh, that's my fan page. And uh, like me there, and we'll, we'll, we'll get up to 3,000 before uh, summer's over, I'm sure. Well, if you, uh, it's, uh, if you uh, collect Wyndham Rewards points, there's a big promotion that just started uh, yesterday. That would be, uh, well, if you're listening on Saturday, that would be Friday. Two days ago if you're listening on Sunday. Anyway, um, Wyndham Rewards doesn't re- often give system-wide bonuses like this, but here it is. It will appear on Facebook's uh, fan page on, on, uh, on, on Monday. Uh, uh, Wyndham is offering double Wyndham Reward points starting with your second stay at participating Wyndham Hotels Worldwide. This is valid for up to four separate qualified stays, in other words, for your second, third, fourth, and fifth qualified stays. Got to register online, of course, at Wyndham, and you've got a book by September 13th for stays through September 20th. So now through September 20th, if you're a Wyndham person, get your double points there. In San Martin, the Westin San Martin is hosting a John Legend and Percy Sledge concert. It's called the Hennessy Artistry Concert at San Martin. Uh, for August 3rd, and the Western San Martin Resort is offering a special summer package starting at $169 a night. You can tell it's off-season in the Caribbean when the Western San Martin offers you a room at $169. Um, you can find tickets for the concert by visiting Hennessy Artistry's SX, excuse me, Hennessy Artistry, S as in Sam, X as in Xylophone, M as in Maxa. HennessyArtistryXM.com. If you're a big Percy Sledge or John Legend fan, the VIP tickets are 150 in advance, 175 if you get at the door. Uh, you that will include premium Hennessy drinks and food and VIP service in the front area, including tasting stations. There you go. Uh, so check it out, and uh, you can check in at the Western San Martin for their Caribbean special now through August 31st. So it's not just for the concert, as long as you book by August 30th. There you go. So call uh, Weston and ask about the summer uh, special. Nantucket's got some deals at uh, some of their some of the hotels there. That's normally a very expensive island to stay at, but if you book five consecutive nights between July seventh and the nineteenth, you'll save thirty percent at the White Elephant Village, the White Elephant, and the Wawinet. 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 I don't know how do they pronounce it on Nantucket. Uh, rates start at twenty five hundred dollars for five nights, so that's five hundred dollars uh, a, a night. 
and that's a huge savings. You can see at the cottages and lofts at the boat basin, which is down by the water, and that's only 175 a night. And the Jared Coffin House is 135 a night in town. Both are very pleasant places to stay. Again, this is in Nantucket between July 7th and 19th. Call those hotels. The Jared Coffin House or the cottages and lofts at the boat basin in Nantucket are the least expensive. And uh, it's the one and only club in the Bahamas on uh, the island of Nassau, or actually on Paradise Island, right adjacent uh, part of the complex of Nassau. Um, the one and only club is probably nice. This is a nice place to stay. They're offering seven nights for the price of four, or 14 nights for the price of 10, including breakfast. Not bad. One week stay started an average of 37.50. That's a savings of 1,500 dollars. Two week stay started 7,500. That's a savings of 3,000 dollars. So if you want to check in where James Bond checked in in his, uh, I think it was the first, probably the first or I think maybe it was the first or second movie um, with the current James Bond in it. That's the place to do it. What else have I got to tell you? Oh, uh, you're going to get two-for-one cruise pricing plus free round-trip airfare on some of Viking longships. This is for Viking River cruises. Um, this is These prices are available for October, November, and December for their 2013 Europe cruises. Booked by the end of this month, however, so if you're thinking of taking a river cruise on Viking River cruises in Europe in October, November, December, this is the thing to do. Book by June 30th and use the code 15ECHO, E-C-H-O, 15ECHO. The phone number for Viking River Cruises is 800-707-8697. 800-707-8697. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. It flew by for me. I hope you uh, uh, found something of interest during this hour. We've got another whole hour coming up after about a six-minute break. You're in Rudy Max's World. Don't go away. We'll be right back after some local news and messages. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.